Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with the Fantasy Sports Radio News Update. Quarterback Nick Foles will have his share of suitors, and it looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars have checked in today. Reports indicate there's mutual interest between the veteran quarterback and the Jags. Foles voided his 2019 option in an effort to become a free agent, but the Eagles can still place a franchise tag on him if the 30-year-old passer with the intention of trading him later. Denver was also apparently interested in Foles, but they settled on veteran quarterback Joe Flacco instead yesterday. The media might not like the Joe Flacco move to Denver, but the Broncos players seem pretty happy about it. Receiver Emmanuel Sanders and corner Chris Harris are thrilled, they say, and they say this guy's a winner. He won the big game, the Super Bowl. They're excited for the Joe Flacco era and mile high. The San Francisco 49ers will not pick up the option on receiver Pierre Garçon, so let the Antonio Brown rumors commence there. Trevor Bauer in baseball got his money yesterday, but he's not totally happy. The Cleveland Indians pitcher won his arbitration hearing, but says the tribe assassinated his character during the process. Bauer was awarded $13 million in the deal. Last season, he finished the sixth in AL Cy Young voting with an impressive 2.41 ERA and 2.44 FIP. Bauer will be eligible for free agency in 2021. The Minnesota Twins were a very busy team today. The Twins agreed on a five-year $27.5 million extension on Jorge Polanco, and they also agreed to a five-year $35 million extension with Gabe Kepler. The Blue Jays making a minor move, welcoming back reliever John Axford. Just three games in the association floor tonight. Charlotte at Orlando. Magic three-point favorites. 215 is your over-under. New York Knicks in Atlanta. Hawks minus eight, 225. Oklahoma City at New Orleans. The Thunder minus four and a half, 237. The biggest total of the night. This is the last night of NBA game action before All-Star festivities kick off in Charlotte tomorrow, so enjoy the betting everybody. NCAA hoops action tonight in the top 25. Number 9, Houston at UConn. Cougars minus 9.5 points. 136 is your over-under. And number 3, Gonzaga in the late game at Loyola Marymount. Zags laying 19. 139 is the total there. We also have a rare 5 p.m. start in college basketball from the MAC today as Western Michigan hosts Kent State. The Golden Flash is laying 4.5 on the road one four one hundred and fifty is the over under. Very busy night in the NHL. We have eleven games on the sked. Islanders at Columbus. Jackets minus forty five and a half. Calgary and Florida Flames to minus thirty six and a half. Ottawa taking on Detroit Wings minus one forty six is your total there. Dallas at Tampa Bay. The Lightning minus ninety cents over under set at six. Montreal and Nashville. The Preds laying seventy five and a half. Colorado heads to Winnipeg. Jets minus one seventy six and a half. New Jersey taking on the Blackhawks. Blackhawks seven. 70 cent favorite, six and a half. Red Hot St. Louis, they're in Arizona tonight. The Blues minus 55, five and a half. Toronto visiting Vegas. The Knights minus 125 there, six and a half. Vancouver taking on the Kings. Kings are minus 145, five and a half. And Washington and San Jose in the late game. The Sharks laying 80 cents, total six and a half. 
Tiger Woods is committed to the World Golf Championships in Mexico. With that commitment, playing in the Honda Classic in Tiger's hometown of Jupiter, Florida, is now going to be in question. The WGC Mexico Championship begins February 20th in Mexico City. Amazing field this week at Riviera for the Genesis, but Mother Nature once again wreaking havoc on the California swing. In a bizarre sequence of events, the PGA Tour had to restart the Genesis Open today, and early scores were erased. A total of 10 groups had begun first-round play before play was suspended just 50 minutes in. Eight players shared the lead at eight under par when play was halted with the groups heading to the third hole. They say round one will now resume in about 40 minutes' time at 4.40. The last event had a restart was the Dell Technologies way back in 2013. We have a little bit of craziness, too, in the Europa League in soccer. His English Premier Club Arsenal fell to bait today. You're like, bait? Who's bait? Well, B-A-T-E, or bait, is an acronym for the Borisov Plant of Automotive and Tractor Equipment in Belarus. I know, I'm not making this stuff up. Arsenal hitting a long t- all-time low here, and their fans snapping all over Twitter. They can't believe they lost this game. Sunday's going to be a day Brianna Daniels and Brianna O'Leary will never forget. Daniels and O'Leary will become the first female graduates of the NASCAR Drive for Diversity Pit Crew Development Program to go over the pit wall in the Daytona 500. Both are going to perform tire change duties on Rick Ware's number 52 Chevy Camaro. They're, uh, the team with uh, tire carriers will also follow the Drive for Diversity Pit Crew alums, Brandon Banks and Phil Thomas right there. So hey guys, keep it tuned to Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Cam Stewart. We'll be joined by host Gabriel Morenci. A lot of fun we had yesterday and good friends join us again today. We got Whale Capper stepping up and in. We got Drew Dinkmeyer to break down NBA All-Star Weekend, DFS, the slate tonight and a whole lot more. And Gabe and I will talk basketball betting, college basketball betting, hockey, and a whole lot more. So keep it here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming up next, Red Heat and Rage. Back to you, Yang. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage on radio has begun. I am Gabriel Moretzi. You just heard Cam Stewart throw it down. Whale Capper on the radar uh, today. Uh, we'll see if a uh, whale capper, if we can uh, track down a uh, whale capper in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, tonight, Drew Dinkmeyer will uh, guide us through the uh, the three NBA games uh, on the card. I don't know if Drew can break down the hockey for us. We need Colin Drew uh, to do that. <laughs> Drew Dinkmeyer is more of a, a basketball uh, and golf guy, though. And, uh, of course, uh, weather weather uh, wrecks, uh, uh, wrecks a lot of people's um, golf viewing once again, Cam. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on. And another thing about the PGA Tour, I don't understand how groups go out there and you're, you know, like, and we had a lot of guys. I have matchup bets in this tournament, but a lot of my guys, they're all winning their bets. Uh, guys were uh, minus one. They birdied the first hole and now they, then now they have to go back to even say, I lose these matches by a stroke. They don't really care. Right. So like you're a golfer, you get out to a nice hot start one under or whatever. Okay. We're canceled. Why wouldn't they just start again at one under? Why are the scores uh, revamped to zero? I think that's absolutely stupid and it makes no sense to me. You birdied the first hole, keep the scores. Why can't they just p- play at the, the holes they were are? Why are they doing a total reset? It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, they got some um, real dumb rules in this tour, man. Like it really needs correcting. It's been, you know, I knew that weather would be a factor coming into this, and it, it infects it. It just sort of throws everything for a loop. I mean, we can talk about, oh, this guy's better in the rain. This guy can uh, yeah. can drive the ball and all that. But if the weather's different, 
like every couple of hours. It's it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, yep. some guys can get really screwed. Some guys can get favorable uh, conditions. It really, really makes it difficult. It does. And the thing is, in other sports like that, so when we watch college football or football and there's a lightning delay, if the Miami Hurricanes are winning 7 to nothing, they come out and play and it's still 7 to nothing. You pick it up from the point that you return. I don't understand how golf, where me and you are playing golf and we birdied a whole game, now we have to start it even again. We earned that birdie. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of these guys are playing for money paychecks. Not all of them are Matt Kuchar, where they can afford to, you know, stiff a caddy. Some guys are playing for jobs. So, you know, every stroke matters, and I just think it's a little bit ridiculous and amateur night, to be honest with you. I'm getting tired of talking about Matt Kuchar, but yeah. the thing is, he knows that. He also knows that people will move on eventually. We can't bitch about Matt Kuchar consistently, <laughs> but True. like I said, I hope he gets heckled throughout the weekend, at least. You know, the fact that the guy doubles down and that he's, you know, he really has no problem stiffing the guy at all. Yeah, you know, really just makes him a bigger jerk than we already knew he was. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, it should have been like, you know, maybe I'll give the guy more money. Instead, like he's vehemently saying, you know, screw this. This is what the guy is going to get. And, yeah, that's the way Kuchar wants to be. And uh, he's going to lose a lot of fans because of it, Marenzi. You know, Cooch. Well, you know what? It might be uh, douche instead of Cooch when he's, uh, you know, listening to the fans. I see more douches than Cooches in the yeah, future. Yeah, I can't disagree. <laughs> or as he's being yeah. called in Mexico now, El Chipo. El Chipo. <laughs> El Chipo. El Chipo. What you said, it's just, it makes no sense. It's ridiculous. That he would, like, over so much now at this point, yeah. just, just pay and it would go away. But he, he clearly just doesn't care. He cares not. That's what it comes down to. He just doesn't care. All right, game time decisions. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Star Radio Network. I'm Gable Morenci, Cam Stewart throwing it down on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Although I do wish it was Friday. Normally, I don't really care what day of the week it is, to be I kinda honest. I kind of do, we're too, all, Gabe. I we're all the same. Too. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I'd be like, yeah, it'd be better if it was just Friday. I'm absolutely with you on that one, buddy. And for the record, we won't be on Monday. Oh. So we're not, we're, we're not going to be on uh, Mondays. What, is we it sell, a holiday? Sell, yes, uh, President's Day. Oh, yeah, President's Day. Yeah, I forgot. I see the President's Day uh, sales in Buffalo at the at the mattress guy. They're having real mattress wars, Gabe, between Costello and uh, the other sleep guys. They're getting really, uh, the, the campaigns are getting a little angrier, too, kind of like presidential campaigns, like taking cheap shots at the other mattress guy. Yeah, a lot of feuding in Buffalo. President mattress Day sales. <laughs> the mattress wars. Uh, yeah, the mattress wars are uh, hot in Buffalo. Yeah. Costello, you know the big goon-looking guy with like who wears? He doesn't wear like you know those guys who wear those tight, tight silk shirts, but like no ties and shirts. Like he's a rough guy too. Like he looks like an offensive lineman. If I was that other little skinny guy, I'd worry about what I say about that guy. He, I think he puts says, people in mattresses. 
We sell mattresses for less, a lot less. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. A lot yeah. less. A lot less. <laughs> you know what? The best is, too, when he says, there's a one, dude, like, he does them live, man. And oh, I know he does. He just there's walks There's one through. ad. It's just old school. It's like WKRP stuff. Let's bring Whale Capper in right now. Whale Capper, what's going on, Whale Capper? Hey, what what's up, Whale Capper? Hey, Whale Capper. What is happening? Good stuff. I think good stuff. We we got you there. Is there it California the weather, Gabe? I'm glad we uh, even got a hold of Whale Capper. Tough conditions. <laughs> I think probably the levels weren't turned up more than the weather has. It's been wild out here. Just, just to be, uh, to be honest. Can you guys? Can yeah, you guys hear you. me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah, you. We're yeah, yeah. we loud, yeah. clear. Buddy. Okay, sorry yeah. about that, guys. That's, That's a big weather, ten like, four. That's yeah, a big yeah. Ten yeah. Four. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. You know, Valentine's Day, taking care of the lady in my life today, and then nice. uh, going to be watching some All Star action this weekend. You know, All Star break, yeah. kind of. Uh, a little bit of chance to catch your breath in the in the midst of just this uh, hellacious run of handicapping uh, NFL and NBA that's been going on for this year so far. So looking forward to a, a little bit more relaxing weekend. What about you guys? And don't forget about the uh, the Alliance League, and we'll get to it in yes, a couple of minutes. Yes. But good call. Just let let's just finish this. I'm going to send. Uh, we'll get we'll get the ad too. We'll play this before, and we'll give these guys some free pub in Buffalo. And there's something about Buffalo, dude. Like Bills fans, will Copper unite and stuff, and like we're. It's like a club, like even in New York City, man. Like a couple of times a week, I'm walking down the street. I got a Bills hat on, and it's, it's like club. You get the nod. You know what I mean? It's just like a, hey, you know, some guy with a Sabres hat gave it to me the other day. He's like, hey, nice. He, just, he said to me, hey, I looked up. I'm like, what? And he wore, he just pointed his Sabre logo, and I had a Bills. He said, go Bills. And he kept walking, right? So there is a really, it's like a, it's like a club. But when it comes to Buffalo, like they're very hostile. Like, there's more fires. Like, people, like, you're going out of business. They set their businesses on fire all the time. Um, yeah, a lot of insurance like fraud. The, the insurance attorney fraud. wars are, like, are hot. Like, the injury attorney guys. But Salino yeah. and Barnes, like, kill them all. So William Matar has been coming on. Oh, t- but Matar's Salino off. and Barnes. But then Salino and Barnes broke up. <laughs> so even in Buffalo. Salino like, and Barnes. Yeah. Injury yeah, attorney. Yeah. See, you knew they got offices California. in California. <laughs> no, they, they oh, practice no. in California. Yeah, I know and Bars, yeah. Yeah, can't. They practice Lee, in California. New York, oh, yeah, California. I got it. They're not dumb. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Wow. They're very so, smart. Very smart. So even they're <laughs> arguing. But the mattress guy's the best. He's like, oh, we sell mattresses for less, a lot less. And he's like, this isn't some like sleazy used car lot. But the thing is, like, every second ad on TV is like a used car lot in Buffalo. So he's like, this isn't like going into like one of those, you know, those car lots where we try to upsell. <laughs> like. And then in the next ad, he's like, you know, there's a lot of good car people in this city. <laughs> like, you know, you know that, like, Fusillo and everyone called him and said, what the hell's your problem? You're selling mattresses. Now you're taking shots at car dealers. <laughs> like in the ad. And like Cam said, he's a big, sleazy-looking dude, too. He's like, yeah, he's tough. He's right in the camera. He's like, there's a lot of sleazy car dealers out here. We're not like that. We're going to give you a great deal. It's a great mattress. We sell mattresses for less, a lot less. And then it's just gold, dude. The next ad, he comes on. There's a lot of good car dealers in this city, all right? I'm just saying that I got good deals on matches. <laughs> it's just, it's too you good. Ne- like you you just... gotta, you gotta build a network. You gotta network. Yeah, you know, you know that he That's got so the good. like, hey, hey, Joe, you gotta shut up, bro. Like, you know, sell your mattresses, but yeah, God bless, uh, God bless Buffalo. Uh, so, uh, what do you think of this Joe Flacco stuff, uh, Will Capper? Are the Broncos a better team? Oh, man. I don't know why this is 
No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I don't know if he makes the roster. Uh, I don't know why they did this. I really don't know what the move was. If it, you know, and you know, presumably the coaching staff signed off on this. Um, but this kind of this kind of stinks of um, you know John Elway continuing to make very very desperate calls uh, as in his GM tenure in in Denver. And you know, the writing's on the wall that his time there is running short. In my opinion, uh, I can't imagine that this works out positively for the organization or Flacco or anyone involved. Um, and, you know, Flacco was washed two, three years ago. I, I don't know why we're expecting him to try it out and play like a top-level quarterback and, you know, be the, the missing piece in a division where you're competing with Philip Rivers and the roster that they have in L.A. Uh, and uh, the reigning MVP, Pat Mahomes, and the dynamic offense in Kansas City. Uh, you know, this, is, this was not the, the correct move for positioning themselves for competing in the, um, in the AFC West, in my opinion, and... I mean, I've been trying to kind of pull, put the tea leaves together here and trying to figure out if this was simply, um, you know, a, a negotiating mechanism to try to rework Keenum's contract. Uh, you know, like if now that they have Flacco in there, they can presumably kind of put some leverage on, on Keenum and, and force his number down. And who knows what happens after that? Maybe they cut Flacco. You know, like, like there's there's a lot of ways that this plays out but um but clearly the quarterback position in denver is is a huge position of need and clearly uh john alway has shown no ability to evaluate that position and get the right players on this roster are they going to draft another quarterback will capper <laughs> it's because who knows yeah, that's the thing paxton lynch trevor simeon the, the list goes on and on like you see some of the guys that have played quarterback for denver in the last couple of years it's a certifiable train wreck Probably not if you're paying this guy $18 million. Yeah, I mean, and then, and you, if you draft quarterback solution. high, you got to pay him real money too, right? Like, you know, if you get a quarterback in the third or fourth round, sure, it doesn't cost you a lot of money, but, you you know, you have to pay the quarterback. But like Will Capper said, who knows? Like, we almost have to judge and see what the big body of work is. But really, Elway has basically kicked a can down the road when it's come to the quarterback situation on a yearly basis. And like you stated, you look, you got Mahomes – you got Mahomes in Kansas City. The Raiders are a net, but you know Gruden's going to get a shiny new object with all these, all these draft picks that he has. I think Kyler Murray might be the guy that he gets. Maybe a Dwayne Haskins. So he's got that high-profile quarterback with a year under his belt when he goes into Vegas next year. And, you know, the Chargers are hanging on to Phillip Rivers. We'll see what they do. They'll have to draft somebody eventually. But, yeah, the Broncos, uh, Will Capper and Cam, they just seem to be falling behind the pack, really, with the – with the kind of in-net moves. I mean, you know, what happened with Gary Kubiak? Gary Kubiak's a competent guy, was a good head coach, won a Super Bowl. And he, he had to stop because he had health reasons. Guy was going to have a heart attack and die, essentially. Like, it was too stressful. So he, he takes a couple of years off, and then, boom, all right, he's coming back to be the offensive coordinator, and then 24 hours later, he's in Jacksonville. Like, how does that happen, Will Capper? Like, what the hell is going on there? I don't know, man. I, I mean, the, the the organization as a whole has a whiff of dysfunctionality. I've heard and read rumors that, you know, there's a very kind of close-knit um, kind of 
you know, company men, supposedly, around Elway, who kind of, yes, men, you know, guys yeah. who just kind of build him up and, and kind of point out the good things that he does and gloss and shine, you know, and it's 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 not a, it's not a good situation because they were a, a, an organization that had a very strong uh, perspective from their owner. I mean, you know, they had like like a craft type of situation when, um, well, you know, he when, passed uh, away, when right? uh, Bowling was big healthy and, yeah. you know, and yeah. Or is he yeah, still alive, and, or is he very know, ill? Is he Sorry, my bad. Play or is he just quite? Sick? I, I I think he's quite. I think he's quite ill. But regardless, it's kind of left a, a power void there, and Elway sort of stepped in as, to that role. And I, you know, to this point, the, uh, the the job is too big for him, and the the task is too great, and he doesn't have the evaluation skills to put the right roster together. All right, we'll take a quick uh, break. We'll be right back with Whale Capper. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions that he great radio. Fantasy Sports has a radio network. I give him Brancy. Cam Stewart. We got Whale Capper with us, Drew Digmeyer, the top DFS players in America. Um, uh, the um, the Ivy Leaguer, actually, uh, Drew Digmeyer, will uh, step up in it and uh, join us. So we got Whale Capper uh, right now. And uh, Whale Capper, we got NBA basketball. Uh, this weekend we got this All Star stuff, but the NBA All Star weekend is always a fun, uh, a fun little. You know, we decompress. You know, it's post Super Bowl, but the A the AAF we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But NBA All Star weekend is always fun. I'm always a fan of the um, the uh, the Rise Stars game as well. And this year there's a lot of talent in this game, man. Like Jason Tatum's playing, uh, Donovan Mitchell is uh, is playing uh, for the U.S. team, and as far as the world is concerned. Some fun players on the world, including Luka Doncic, uh, playing for Team World. Um, you know, it should, should be a, should be a fun, fun Friday night. And then you got the skills challenge. Used to be about the three point. Uh, they used to be the slam dunk, but the three point competitions come on now. People like the skill stuff. So you know what? It is what it is. But uh, we're at that time of the year right now. It's Westminster Kill Dog Shows and All Star Games. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not uh, not necessarily uh, the most fun time to be a degenerate in America. That's for sure. But uh, no, all that, that, that you just uh, have to good prop. I like. Oh yeah. no, there is. There's a lot of crazy stuff to bet on, Will Capper. You just have to accept your. You know what I mean? I've always said, what's the difference if you're betting on the Philadelphia Soil, oh, the Philadelphia Phillies, or the Philadelphia Eagles? Who cares? A yeah. bet's a bet. It's true. You win the bet, you lose the bet. It's fine. Yep. But. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you brought up a good point about the Rising Stars, though. That should be a great game. Uh, I see they line Team USA minus three. Um, That's a little bit of a head-scratcher. The Team USA depth overall is um, a whole heck of a lot better. Um, If you kind of look at last couple years, what the trend has been in the Rising Stars, 
it's not really to feature the starters as much as it is to give everyone an opportunity, kind of equal distribution of minutes for all of the players. And so if you think of like the second unit getting, getting more time in the game than a normal second unit would, um, it's tough for me to really make a case for the team world being able to hang in this game. Uh, and if you get a low line, like minus three on team USA, uh, that's something that interests me in that uh, Friday night, Friday night, uh, little, uh, fun, fun play. Yeah, you know, there's some fun guys. Look, Ben Simmons is going to be on Team World. But, as you stated, they're going to distribute the minutes evenly, not to mention Ben Simmons is playing the All-Star game as well on Sunday. So they're not going to run him into the ground. And, you know, you look at Team – you look at I, I, I wanted to look at Europe, but we're not getting enough points. The, the number's short enough. There's a lot of skilled guys, but there's a lot of passers, right? And, there's a, you know, there's a few three-point shooters and stuff, but there's a lot of passers – and really skilled players, but what I like about the U.S. team, there's just a lot of pure scores. You know what I mean? Like, Darren Fox is going to run past everybody. Mm, yeah. You know, Jay yeah. Young can hit shots. Then yep, you get agreed. in, we don't, even, we don't even mention Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Kuzma. We just sort of got guys that can light the basket up. Like Jared Allen, who I watch up close often here in Brooklyn, is um, he's going to be game. He's going to be banging the glass and stuff in this game. They just have more instant offense. Skilled skill team. I'm sure there'll be a couple of really cool behind-the-back passes, and Doncic and Simmons will do something crazy, and it'll be fun. But to me, I look at this U.S. team, and there's just too many guys that can put the ball in the basket, and will, <laughs> and will want to. <laughs> True. What yeah. do you think about Aiton? What do you guys think about Aiton at 10-1, yeah, to one too? What do you think about that, Gabe? I was just looking at some value. 10-1? Uh, that's a lot of, that's uh, a lot of what? Aiton. Aiton plays yeah, eight. for the, uh, the world team. Ten to one, that's crazy. That's crazy so odds for him, though. It's all. It, These games it, it aren't built for to, big men. I think. I think you got to steer clear. Yeah, and I think you got to steer clear of the world players because they almost always give the uh, the award to the winning team. Uh, so I think you can pretty much exactly. scratch off world guys right away if you're handicapping that that market. Um, and of the U.S. guys, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, like it's kind of priced like they're expecting like the guys who are starting to get a ton of run in this game. And I think it's going to be a hell of a lot more balanced. Like Jamal Murray won it last year off the bench. Um, the previous year, uh, a guy went off the bench. I can't remember who. It might have been uh, Europe. It was a Team Europe guy. It was um, it's escaping me. But I looked this up because uh, I was handicapping this this morning. And, and it's not always a starter that wins this award. And so there definitely is value as you look down the board if you can kind of convince yourself that a team, you know, Team USA or Team World is going to be the, uh, um, you know, be the, the winning team. And I think USA wins. I, I really, I kind of like them at minus three. I, I, would, I would bet them out to a bigger number even than that if you can get a better better line. So. Um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's the only thing probably going on Friday night, and uh, I'm certainly going to have some action on it. You know, I think, Cam, if you're looking at MVPs, you know, we don't need really to overthink it. You get guys like Donovan Mitchell really, really wanted the rookie of the year last year, right? And he still walks around with the Patrick Waugh jersey on, the Canadian's jersey. Uh, and I, I was like, why is he wearing a Canadian's jersey? And it's all because it says rookie of the year on back. That's right, Roy. Smart. That's why he wears That's absolutely amazing. That's really right. Because you know, Will Capri, you know they always show NBA players walking in before games and they're higher and stuff, right? So he rolls in and I'm like, why the hell is Donovan Mitchell wearing a Montreal Canadian, Rodgers-y. red Patrick Rogers, he had 33, 
And right away I tweeted. I was like, hey, Canadian fans, you guys have a favorite player because they love that stuff. And then I clued in ROI. I'm like, oh, rookie's like bitter, rookie of the year. Like, so that's the thing. So he's the type of guy that would want to win the MVP here, and he could. It really is. I like for Mitchell, pretty, pretty creative. Oh, I I agree. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's a a good look. I I feel you. That, That is a very good look. Jason Tatum. You know, plus 780. I don't want to overthink it. Kyle Kuzma, 10 to 1. All three guys that can sort of really, really heat it up. As you mentioned, too, doesn't have to be a starter. De'Aaron Fox. I'll be looking at one of these guys on a U.S. team. You can't take everybody, but, you know, if I had to, I wouldn't mind. I would sprinkle, listen, Donovan Mitchell at plus 766 and Jason Tatum at plus 783. One of them wins. You're still making money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, yeah, that's a, it's a it's a fun look and it's a fun game. Um, and kind of actually, you know, it's kind of interesting. I saw something in you know allow me if you, if you will to change the topic just a little bit here. Um, but the uh, the Orlando Magic are playing the Hornets tonight, right? Yeah, yeah red hot. The red hot like Orlando a kind Magic. of a yeah. blog game, right? It seems like, but or but yeah, Orlando is. Yeah, red hot. They've just beaten some legit teams on the road, uh, and now they're home hosting Charlotte. Charlotte is kind of, you know, they're they're more rested. They should have a little bit of a fatigue advantage, but they're all going back to Charlotte to be hosts for all friends and family who are coming to town for the All Star game, right? So there's going to be a little bit of distraction on the part of Charlotte here. Uh, it's going and and this game matters a ton for playoffs positioning i am telling you man orlando is coming on so hot right now the bottom of the you know the bottom of the eastern conference playoff slots are wide freaking open uh and orlando has a really really easy schedule down the home stretch they get 11 games uh out of their last 24 against teams that are clearly tanking like and most of them are at home so I think you have clearly like 11 wins left on the schedule for Orlando. They got two games left against the Hornets. Uh, and if they can beat the Hornets tonight, I think that really does change the complexion of who wins the Southeast. The reason I'm bringing all this up is I was looking through the All-Star game props. I got down to Southeastern Conference winner props, and Orlando is 8-1. to one. Eight to one implies that they got an eleven percent chance to win the Southeast, and they're up against the likes of the Hornets, the Heat, and the Wizards. None of those teams are inspiring any confidence right now. And I would implore the listeners who are kind of into these sort of future and prop prop action, just like take 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 a little look at uh, who the Hornets have left on their schedule. Uh, take a look at who the uh, the Orlando Magic schedule is left. I have you know kind of rate the schedules as we go through the season just to get a feel for who's kind of you know who's got some a chance to go on a little bit of run because I know the the teams, the coaches, the players do it themselves. Like they like to look ahead and know, oh man, we got some wins coming up. Let's get get heated up, you know. And, you know, the, the Magic have a relatively easy schedule from here on in, something like bottom 10 uh, level of difficulty uh, league-wide, and the Hornets have a top 10 schedule left in terms of, uh, you know, difficult opponents. So I, I would say 
uh, give that a serious look, give it some thoughts, do the math yourself and figure out what kind of a record you would need for the Hornets to, to fall out of that, uh, you know, likely winning the Southeast slot because eight to one is damn, damn nice. And you only have to, you know, you only have to sit between now and middle of April to get that ticket home. So, um, and you'll have a couple of chances to, to hedge away. You could hedge away tonight if you wanted to. I mean, Hornets win tonight. They're going to probably, you know, that line will, you know, that line will, um, you know, you know, be a, be a little less valuable probably but may not move at all though uh and then the final game of the season you got hornets versus the magic so it really could come down to that last game uh who wins the southeast and if you're holding eight to one on one side it's pretty easy to come back on the other side so that's a fun look that i noticed as i was going through the all-star game props it's a little bit maybe a little bit more useful season-long nba betting for uh, for your listeners you know what you're the yep. second guy today drew dinkmeyer brought this up this morning cam actually he talked about, we were talking about this game, and he said the exact same thing. He goes, I know it sounds crazy, but Orlando can win this division. Yep. And he, he said at plus 700, he was seeing it at, Orlando Eight. can win this division. Yep, they're, they're, two, uh, they're two games back of Charlotte coming into tonight. It's a great point that you raised, two whale capper, as far as Charlotte. It's, a, it's an awkward spot with, with the thought, you know, man, we're all-star weekend in our backyard. Taking my kid to the game. Yeah, I got this party, etc. It is a big game tonight. We'll see if Orlando can keep yeah. this going. All right, one quick break. Yes. We'll be right back uh, with Whale Capper on the other side. Game time decision. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, game time decisions, Ready Rage Radio, Fence Sports Radio Network, iHeart Radio, 844-843-6879. We'll get to a couple of calls uh, later. Uh, Drew Dinkmeyer will join us uh, a little bit later on, too. We'll talk about tonight's uh, NBA game from a DFS perspective uh, with a man who has uh, won the, uh, he's won the, uh, the, I think he won the Sunday, the millionaire maker. He's won, yeah, I don't know, I think over $2 million or so, a, a lot. <laughs> he's won a lot. Uh, playing DFS, probably the best DFS guy in America, uh, to be honest, or at least right up there. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's a few other uh, sort of uh, smart dudes that are doing it too, but Drew Dickmeyer will join us later. We're with another smart guy, Whale Capper, uh, right now. Just quickly on the NBA, too, I want to bring up the Orlando Magic. Big game tonight, and it's funny because Dickmeyer brought up this morning, too. Orlando are worth a bet at 7-1 uh, at to, one, uh, to win the division now. In some places, it's 8-1, to one too. We just want to note, though, Charlotte had beaten these guys 13 straight times. It's 13 crazy. straight times. So I, I don't mind that, actually. I think Orlando's sick of this. This is the best Orlando's played in years. They're 6-1 and one in their last seven games. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's funny because uh, Drew Dickmeyer, I don't know if you remember the line camp. Remember the Brooklyn Nets that had lost? Uh, I talked about it. And I said the Nets have lost 10 in a row to the Celtics, but I don't care. I'm taking the Nets. Yeah. And Drew Dinkmeyer played tennis. That's why he was an Ivy Leaguer. He got a scholarship. He played tennis at, uh, I think it was Cornell. Um, so, uh, I don't want to apologize if it isn't, but yeah. they say he played tennis. So, I don't know if you remember, Cam, but he told a story about Vitas Garolitis. Do you remember the tennis player? You're a tennis guy, uh, Will Capper. 
Do you remember Vitas Carolinas? Oh, yeah. Uh, he had lost to some player like 15 times in a row, and he before the game he said, nobody beats Vitas Carolinas 16 times in a row. Times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I it's a good line. Like that. he had a sense of humor about it, right? And then I, I told said, you, yeah, but yeah. nobody beats me 16 yes, times yes, in a row. Yes, yes, yes. And then I told you, Gabe, Venus Garolitis died of carbon monoxide poisoning. You're like, what? And I go, I saw it in one of my murder mysteries. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> carbon monoxide, bad way to go. It's crazy. So that anyway. line came up today. Nobody beats the Orlando Magic, Magic 14 times, 14 in, times a in a row. <laughs> you know, so I think the Magic can get it done. Uh, Pelicans are in a it. nice contrarian I spot. I love it. The Pels tonight are in a contrarian spot. They sucked the yep. other night. Yep. Anthony Davis said, oh, no one wants to play, and yeah. whatever. That's rich coming from you, dude, that actually quit on the team. But anyways, um, teams usually bounce back after this. Oklahoma City have really been rolling, though. So it's hard to want to get in front of these guys. But they played last night, and Will Capper, they haven't responded well, Oklahoma City, in the back-to-back games this year. Yeah, I've noticed that, too. Um, and the line is a little fishy. Um, you would have thought with the way that uh, Oklahoma City's playing and the uh, and the whiff of quit in the air in New Orleans that uh, they would be more in like the seven to eight sort of uh, favorite range uh, and sitting there at four and a half and I've seen some you know I've seen some you know pretty lopsided numbers in terms of uh, ticket count here so it it is uh, it is an interesting handicap and potentially uh you know you get an honest effort out of the pelicans here at home you know against a team that uh, they match up and have played well against in in recent years um but i guess my my approach on this particular game would be to look for pelicans to do well in the first half um along this kind of uh impressive run for the thunder um what i you know what has stood out the most to me is they have donovan Believe it or not, Billy freaking Donovan, uh, a guy that I thought was not long for this league, uh, is making really good halftime adjustments. And they are coming out in these second half of games. We saw it against Houston on on Saturday. Uh, there were a number of other games where they were um, they, against the uh, – uh, they, they had a couple of nice ones where they were down big at halftime uh, in the last month, and they've made some nice adjustments, came screaming back out in the second half and, and – um, you know, come back on teams and, and put them away in the fourth quarter. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if um, you see a pretty competitive effort out of the Pelicans for the first half, at least, if not three quarters, uh, before the, the Thunder kind of get their get their act together and take care of business. But, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting line. It sure as hell smells fishy. Uh, but I think the right way to attack this, if you're if you're feeling like the Pelicans are going to give you an honest effort, I think you look for them in the first half, and then you come back on the uh, on the Thunder at halftime. Last night in the NBA, the overs went ten and one. Yep, unbelievable, ten and one. Um, nobody wants to play defense before the All Star game. Exactly, they're already checked out, Gabe. You know, it's like vacation. Well, time. It's a, you know, it'll it'll clamp down. I think we'll it'll be sort of like the the beginning of the year. It's like the Chinese league, man. There was like, you know, totals were getting up there to 247 and stuff. Man. Chinese league. Yeah, it's the highest high scoring league in the world, Cap. You should see those totals, bro. Yeah, they're high totals. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't pay. 252. They paid Marbury to shoot free throws there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. they want action. Yeah, yeah they, are they, they expect that. No, the Chinese league is insane. Like, the average total in the Chinese leagues, like, I'm not kidding. It's like 243, yeah. 245. 
Like games will get no into the sixties and stuff. It's like a yeah, track bombs game. away. They all they're good shooters and stuff too. So it's just it's very very offensive minded. All right, mm. so uh, Alliance uh, Alliance uh, Football League last week starts off. I'm keeping track of my record. I was four and two. A couple of small blips along the way. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll right. take this underdog here. But I went big actually. Well, big, but I went bigger on a few games. So it was a plus money week four and two. Like I was all over the Birmingham Memphis game under, man. Like we talked about it. I was like, you know what? Take all four games under. Went three and one. But I was smart enough to take the last game over. So talk about adjustment, guys. So we have Salt Lake and Birmingham. Um, total 43 and a half. Arizona and Memphis, total 46. Mm. Orlando and San Antonio, and I'm telling you now, I guess if I speak like softly and we whisper, it won't really change anything because we still have thousands of people listening, but the total's way too low. <laughs> Orlando and San Antonio. Like, the odds makers move the, the, the totals for every team, every game. It doesn't work like that. Not every team was the same. Orlando's offense put up 40 points last week. Steve Spurrier and Garrett Gilbert, they had it going, man. You know, guys were open, they're enthusiastic, they're they're they were a solid crisp football team offensively already. They put up forty points. The San Antonio Commanders, they were crisp on both sides of the football last week. They're getting six points on their home field. Total forty four and a half. This game's gonna get there. This game will go over the number forty four and a half, and the commanders are gonna cover on their home field. And I'll tell you it doesn't matter whether it's twelve and a half, thirteen and a half or whatever. Arizona are going to drill Memphis. They're in a lot of freaking trouble. So point spreads, Birmingham minus 7.5 against hosting Salt Lake. I like Salt Lake. Arizona at Memphis, laying 13.5. I like Arizona. Uh, Orlando at San Antonio. I like San Antonio getting 6. And Atlanta at San Diego, that's the one I'm unsure of. Neither of them look very good in week one, guys. Well, Capper. What do you think of week two? The stinker. Um, <laughs> I like all your. Like I like all your looks there. How, like, how dare? I like all your looks there. How dare you trash yeah. the the fleet and the legends like I li- that? I like your looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but of the card, that one is the stinker. I don't it think is, there's yeah. any doubt about that. Um, but yeah, I think I I I, I, I like your looks, uh, and you know, like you got a lot of listeners. If by if perchance, if perhaps someone from the Alliance Football League or someone who knows the Alliance Football League is listening, like you have an opportunity to seize the gambling community and get them behind you in a more full, you know a more significant way and kind of do better than the XFL did. I mean, the XFL lost its luster real quick. People kind of got over it real fast. Um, but there was clearly a momentum last week with people, you know, showing interest within the AAF. It was a pretty entertaining product, I got to say. Uh, it was fun to bet on. Uh, and there's, you know, with the expansion of legalized gambling in the United States, they should really lean into this. I mean, seriously, get uh, get Gabe on a uh, on a show that uh, previews, you know, the week's action and give it a gambling heavy focus. And, you know, you got yourself an audience right there of people who will be, you know, coming in week in, week out and paying very close attention to these games. Um, and I, you know, I mean, I think the NFL has been hesitant to really embrace gambling uh, for some ridiculous reason. Uh, if the AAF goes hard in the other direction, I think they can, uh, they can really stake out some space and, uh, you know, kind of keep, keep the fans engaged over the course of the season, even as, uh, you know, March Madness is looming. 
Um, so they better, you know, they better yeah. do what they can to kind of capture the, uh, the attention of the audience pretty quickly. And I think, you know, incorporating gambling in some way, shape or form in the broadcast is, is pretty important, but, well, uh, you know, what do I know? And no, you know a lot. Like where you're going if they don't, if they don't, bra- if they don't brace gambling, and I appreciate the, the endorsement. Yeah, you could be <laughs> AAF uh, spokesperson, Gabe, you. No, I'm saying, and you know, this league will only thrive if they do embrace it. It's very simple. Well, they obviously have, in a sense, yeah. that listen, they invited Cornegay and Sherman and the guys from the sports yeah. book, the Superbook, to go right. down and make their power ratings. Exactly. And that's how they had futures. Very so they, they clearly have. And from what I understand, too, the Saturday game is on TNT, which uh, leads into the All Star festivity. So. Last week they had CBS. This week, all right, they're not on CBS, but still, they're getting a TNT look uh, this week. And you're right, well, Capper. I mean, it's it's driven by gambling, um, and the the interest has been there from a gambling perspective. And you're right, for Capper, the time is now, right? Somebody's going to crush this. Look, we're four and two. We got a little sloppy, you know, with with one of the underdogs, and I, I'm mad at myself, but. I took Christian Hackenberg plus three. I, mean, I can't get over that, but <laughs> what, 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 what are you, you going to do? You didn't see him at Jets camp a couple of years ago? Oh, man. Oh, Christian boy. Hackenberg Christian starting yeah. again. And, oh, yikes. Oh, God, the lines Short are leash. as we speak. People are betting <laughs> it. Like, right now, as we speak, <laughs> the numbers are lighting up. That's funny. Um <laughs> you know, Salt Lake, Salt Lake, uh, I swear, the flashing right now. People just bet the over of the uh, the Orlando San Antonio. We appreciate it. At least we know we got listeners. That's the best look of the week. Yeah, that's the right, best right. look of the week. That that thing's flying over. Yeah. People Orlando are clicking, can do it by uh, itself. Now Arizona hot shots are lighting up. Yellow, yellow. It's lighting up, Cam. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Moving the line. Oh, oh, they, they just took Salt Lake. They just took Salt Lake. Salt Lake just moved six cents. Thanks, guys. Bravo. <laughs> this is freaking gold. Salt Lake just went from. Yeah, uh, market influence is so good. It's up to seven and a half minus one twenty-five. Like it's really gold, man. Like uh, oh, I got, I got Salt Lake seven on my bookie. So they. Have uh, well, listen. That that's well, next. we didn't give a pick. We didn't give a pick, so someone who's tuning in didn't care for our... Somebody just bet the Atlanta Legends. It went from 10 to 9.5 at a pretty big book. Like, this is an offshore pretty big book. So, unless... This happened last week, though, and I was like, I don't think it's a coincidence, guys, like, that we're talking about these games and the numbers are moving. And then you're telling me at at, uh, 152 Pacific and 452... On Thursday afternoon, just suddenly out of the blue, you, me, and uh, and Cam Wilcap were talking about this stuff, and suddenly one of these books just start every every game starts getting action, and you know it doesn't take a lot to move a number in these games. Let's be real, like somebody just betting fifty bucks just scared the book. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying crack. I'm not saying Crackenberger just said ah oh, five thousand on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a theory for you guys. AAF uh, theory. We'll see if this has any water. Uh, clear. One of the clear, obvious distinctions last week was the offensive line play was pretty poor. 
Um, and it wasn't like they were just untalented guys. It was like we know you, you see this in preseason football in the first couple of weeks. The defense is just ahead of the offense because they have less, yeah. of, you know, there's less scheme. There's less they're being asked to do. They just like, hey, go be athletic. You know, go be a monster. Go just go rip that guy's head off. Like, go. Right. Like, and, you know, I will, I'll, it'll be interesting to see if, if the books lag on totals uh, and if there's, you know, opportunity over week two and week three here to capture some some value on some of these overs, because the offensive line should start to play better, should give these quarterbacks a little bit more time. These quarterbacks aren't, you know, aren't ready for NFL or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination, but they're not terrible you know, passers, uh, Christian Hackenberg accepted. Um, and I would say you could see if you give these guys a little bit more time and their guys are, you know, you know, you know, a little bit more confident up in the trenches, uh, then you could see, start to see scoring tick up. And I wouldn't be surprised if week two and, and three are pretty heavy over weeks for AAF. They're all low totals. Well, too. The biggest total is 46. I'll let you go at 42 and a half, 44, 44, 46. Low. Follow Whale Capper on Twitter, whale underscore capper. Check him out over at Audio Boom, one of the best in the business. Thanks, Whale Capper. Later, buddy. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Uh, we've got that. Uh, we've got the mattress. Uh, we found the mattress uh, spot. We'll play it uh, in the five o'clock hour, though. Yeah, good job. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play it after when we have more time. Here's a story that uh, that's popping up right now. Pardon the pun or pooping up. Yeah. Um, as uh, it's being sent, Ronald Wilson Gargon. Actually, what's up, Gargon? Uh, this is from Wichita. So this is good, Cam. Um, police were called to a uh, Home Depot in Wichita, Kansas, to what they thought was a bomb threat. As uh, a man went into the bathroom and said, you better get out of here. There's a bomb about to go off. <laughs> and he said, I'm about to blow this place up. But he said, hey, guys, I'm just warning him about to blow this place up, in which he needed to take a dump. And he took, like, a big-ass dump. And while he was sitting there, like, the bomb squad showed up and stuff. <laughs> and he said, no, nah, like, I wasn't threatening uh, to blow yeah. the place up. I meant, like, you know, I'm about to drop a bomb. I was giving people a warning it was going to smell in here. And he said, basically, I had no idea that, like, uh, said it was a little men's bathroom humor taken too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's a regular customer, apparently, too. Yeah, at the Home Depot. Yeah, yeah, at the Home Depot. He likes to take his dumps at the Home Depot. Yeah, I guess that's what they say. He's a regular. Yeah, he's, right. he's a regular. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, Jerry. He uses the bathroom he just, all the time. He, he loves our bathroom. You can't make this up. I huh? like. No, it's so good. I'm going to blow it up in here. Like, people are great. Wichita like, police said they were called to a okay. Home Depot. So me and you were there, and we hear a guy say that. Would you tell it? No, the guy's obviously taking a dump. Like, you have to, like, understand it. Why would you be a, a bomb threat being a bathroom of a Home Depot? Like, come on. Put two and two together, people. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people edge, people like, have always said, like, freak out. I've, yeah. I've done it, like, you know, coming out of an uh, of an airplane bathroom where I've gotten out and I told someone, yeah, you ooh, better uh, give it a minute. <laughs> like, I told yeah, exactly. You, yeah, better, yeah. you better give it a minute. Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> exactly, this guy instead just said, ooh, he dropped a bomb in there. You know, like you said, like, people are idiots, like, in the bathroom. Like, wouldn't you be able to tell, yeah, this guy isn't about to blow the place up. He's about to have a dump. Like... <laughs> I just love that. Ray, he's a, a regular. He's a regular. regular so somebody regular. called the man told him. He goes, we just had a customer here make may have been a bomb threat. A threat. He said, somebody told me there's a bomb in here and you need to leave the building. He said it three times. Police re- responded to the, to the store and learned the threat came from someone in the, in the men's restroom. The employee told the responding officer he was standing at the urinal when another man came out of the stall and said, Somebody told me there's a bomb in the building. You better leave the building. According to the newspaper, the store clerks, they recognize the man. He's a regular customer. No charges were laid. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah, Hex Yang, I don't know if my news is as good as Home Depot uh, toilet guy, but he went Mets uh, pitcher Jared DeGrom Cy Young Award, man. It needs some help. The award plaque game was damaged as it was shipped from New York to Florida. Four of the 11 letters in outstanding are chipped off, and there's a chunk of wood missing on the back of the award. So interesting stuff there. Uh, DeGrom's Cy Young Award plaque uh, damaged. Timeline for Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s big de- debut for the Jays remains unclear. You better fix it. <laughs> yeah, you better fix it. You give the guy stuff. There's missing a chunk of wood and four letters out outstanding. Like, come on here. Uh, yeah, so GM uh, Ross Atkins of the Jays says it's unsure when they're going to promote one of baseball's bright young stars to the big leagues. Guerrero seems like the obvious choice to take over third base for Toronto at the time. The 19-year-old hitting 381 with 20 homers and 78 RBIs across four minor league uh, stints at different levels last year. The, oh, interesting note, the Braves waited until the end of April to promote then-top prospect Ronald Asuna Jr. to the big leagues, giving them an extra year of contractual control over the young star. Trevor Bauer got his money in arbitration, but not totally a happy camper. The Cleveland Indians pitcher won his arbitration hearing, but says the tribe assassinated his character during the process. It's interesting, Gabe. They took shots at Bauer after he decided to donate money to various charities. Are you kidding me? Bauer awarded the $13 million. Assassinated the process. Yeah, no, Assassinated. Dude, uh, during the process... He's the one arguing with teenage girls online. Like, what's he talking about? Like, he did donate to charity. He did donate to charity for sixty-nine straight days. Though. I'll give him that. You know, they can't. They, they cut him up for giving money to charity. That's ridiculous. But, uh, I, I'm poor. Hey, he might be a jerk in some areas, but donating to charity that shouldn't be a bad thing. You know, they're cutting him up yeah, for giving money away. I don't well, get let me it. Dig but into hey, this. I don't know. I don't see yeah. how you're spinning this. Why is he getting he, criticized he for giving charity? What are you talking about? What? That's what. That's what they were saying. No, in, in the arbitration hearing, they came after him for that type of stuff. I don't, I don't get. All right, it. All I, right. I'm just, you keep digging, Brett. I'll keep. I'll keep yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're calling Bauer a liar. Okay, we'll get on yeah. top of the story. We'll see where you guys sit on the, well, the Bauer words, issue. I'm just saying I don't yeah, believe yeah. him. Okay, that's fair. Minnesota oh, Twins I disagree with him. <laughs> 
you, you disagree? Don't want to get sued. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I disagree. He is a bit of a he is a bit of a weirdo. The Minnesota Twins very busy today, uh, agreeing on five year deals with uh, Jorge Polanco, five year twenty seven and a half million. They also agreed to a five year thirty five million dollar extension with Gabe Kapler, Blue Jays minor deal to get back pitcher John Axford there. Three games in the association tonight before the uh, break. Charlotte at Orlando, Magic three point favorites two fifteen is your over under. New York Knicks at Atlanta Hawks minus eight in this game two twenty five is your over under and Oklahoma City at New Orleans Thunder minus five two thirty seven there last night of action as we mentioned All Star festivities kick off in Charlotte tomorrow night NCAA hoops action Gabe if you want this game you better get it in now Western Michigan and Kent State going off a five o'clock so this one just tipping off Golden Flash is four and a half one fifty in top twenty five action only a couple teams are there Houston at UConn the Cougars are minus nine and a half on the road total one thirty six and number three Gonzaga is at Loyola Marymount later on tonight. The Zags laying 18 and a half, 139 your total there. Quarterback Nick Foles will have his share of suitors. It looks like Jacksonville is interested. Reports indicate mutual interest between the veteran quarterback and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Foles voided his 2019 option in an effort to become a free agent, but the Eagles can still place that franchise tag on the 30-year-old passer with the attention of trading him. Denver, uh, yesterday we talked about the Joe Flacco deal. Receiver Emmanuel Sanders and corner Chris Harris thrilled. They say, hey, Flacco's won the big game. They're excited for him in the Mile High City. San Francisco not picking up the option on Pierre Garçon. Uh, let the Antonio Brown rumors commence there. AAF lines. We talked about this with Whale Capper and Gabe on Saturday. Salt Lake at Birmingham. Birmingham minus 744. Arizona at Memphis. The Hot Shots minus 13 on the road. Over under 46. It's the biggest total of the weekend. Orlando taking on San Antonio. Orlando minus 6 on the road. 44 and a half. And Atlanta at San Diego. San Diego minus 9 and a half point favorites. Over under 42 and a half. The Edmonton Oilers and Flyers discussing a potential trade for goaltender Cam Talbot, too. Other teams have considered trading for Talbot, including Carolina. They really need goaltending help. He's played in just 31 games this year. Not a great record. 10-15-3 and with a subpar 3.36 goals against. The 31-year-old in the final year of his three-year $12.5 million deal. We also have a very busy night in the NHL. 11 games on the sked. I'll give you the 7 o'clock games. We'll go over the whole board at the DFS betting hour at 6. Islanders at Columbus. Jackets minus 40. Calgary at Florida. Flames minus 36 and a half. Ottawa at Detroit. Wings minus 40. Total 6. And Dallas at Tampa Bay. Lightning minus 90. Over under 6. The golf players just getting back on the course right now uh, after the rain delay at the Genesis Open. And Tiger Woods committing to his hometown. Uh, actually not committing to his hometown tournament at the Honda Classic. But he has committed to Mexico. The WGC Mexico Championship February 20th next weekend in yeah, Mexico City. Easier to More skip Tiger. the caddy in Mexico. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if Tiger wins money, he could he could stiff him just like Kucher, Marenzi. These guys like to cheapen out with the Mexican caddies. I'm not down same, with it. Same agent, Mark Steinberg. <laughs> yeah, Steinberg, cheap, 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 cheap. Anyway, well, Kucher, Steinberg, pay the Steinberg man. didn't. Uh, Steinberg let this. You know, he was never the best PR guy for Tiger Woods, and no. Steinberg never should have let it get this far with with Kucher. Cooch, I agree. Pay the man. Cooch the Scrooge. Yeah, I told you, cooch the douche, 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 douche. Anyway, more red heat rage after a short break, everybody. Back to you, yay! Game time decisions. Game time decisions, Red Heat Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
As I mentioned, yeah, so Mark Steinberg is Tiger Woods' agent, too. And I'm going to be honest, uh, Cam, I've heard countless stories about how cheap Tiger Woods is, too. Oh, yeah, he's a notorious cheap tipper. Very cheap, apparently, yeah. Not yeah. Uh, going to a diner, like leaving, like, pennies and stuff like that, yeah. Another story I heard, uh, my girlfriend told me from a guy that... Uh, he was like a Canadian actor. He used to come into Shoeless Joe's. Apparently that guy from uh, Entourage, they had a big dinner party. He was in Toronto to do some movie, and he left people like VHS, VHS copies of Entourage instead of a tip. Are you kidding me? If I was a waitress there, I would have like slapped him. That's what a clown. It's funny, too. If you punch in Tiger Woods, bad tipper, it pops up. <laughs> in fact, he's, he's voted the number four worst celebrity tipper in the world. Like if, this is Golf Digest, even. Like really, eh? <laughs> Tiger Woods' reign atop the world golf rankings might be over, but he's still number one in uh, one regard, being a bad tipper. According to the Miami Times, which mentioned reports that um, Woods uh, once uh, took a $5 tip off a blackjack table while playing a $10,000 hand. What the idiot. reason he he already gave the dealer a five dollar tip. Unbelievable. He realized he'd already tipped the dealer, he, so he took the second five dollars back. <laughs> I, I've tipped dealers like twenty five dollar chips before. Like I had nothing. Wow, that's pathetic, man. This is unbelievable. Number four. He's number who's so the he's worst. Like, Who's He's the playing. worst? He, he, all right, Jay. Yeah, see here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Madonna's five. Wow, I didn't know she was a bad tipper. Usher. Usher may sing silky smooth jams, but he's also known for leaving big, fat goose eggs for tips. <laughs> One waiter reports that the star has built up a reputation for attempting to get others to pick up the check for him. And when that fails, Bill. leaving his... Yeah, see, here's the move. And then when that fails, leaving his autograph as a tip for your for your information, a signed photo of Usher is selling for $4.75 on eBay. Zero bids. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> Britney Spears number two. Oh, jeez. That's not good. Wow. I know a girl who told me that her boyfriend once for her birthday gave gave her a, an aut, a autographed picture of himself. He was in a band. Same are you, thing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What a gearbox. <laughs> an autographed picture of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, he wasn't even a celebrity either. Oh, just, yeah, he's he like a low loser, like local band. Yeah. Yeah, I was a kid. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Wow. Some of these other cheap tippers pretty funny, too, will hit this. Bill Cosby. Well, oh, great. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. If you like to wager on sports, head on over to BetDSI. Wagering options for every sport you can think of. We lay it down on esports, politics, reality, television. They've got live uh, betting. Uh, use promo code FNTSY100. That's promo code FNTSY100 when signing up and get 100% uh, deposit uh, bonus. Head on over, open up your account, uh, get 100% uh, bonus. Uh, that's FNTSY100. FNTSY100. And uh, speaking of politics, uh, 
I believe uh, that uh, Joe Biden is going to announce, actually, maybe later today or tomorrow, whatever, in the coming days, that he's going to be running for president as well. So uh, the circus uh, just keeps uh, the, this, the, the, the circus tent just gets larger. U.S. <laughs> politics. Send in the clowns. Send, send in the clowns. Send what do you think clowns. Biden's? What do you think Biden's odds will be? Because they usually they're going to post that stuff again too. Oh, he'll be uh, he'll be one of the top favorites actually. Oh, to def- win definitely. The like right at the top. Definitely. Kamala Harris is the favorite yeah, now. Yeah, that, yeah, that, she, yeah, I, yeah. She's doing well. Her her numbers are uh, once, strong. Once Biden hops in, he'll pass her. Although she probably has a better chance of beating Trump, even though she'd probably lose to Trump too. Um, she has a. I don't think Biden has a chance of beating him. It's one of those weird deals. Like Biden might win the Democratic nomination, then he'll lose. Then he'll lose to Trump. Biden's run, like he's run for president like twice already, I believe, at least once, but I think twice, Cam, and he failed. Yeah, like you're you're playing right into Trump's hands. You know what I mean? Trump you're will beat Trump. I don't like yeah. yeah Trump he, Trump will beat him down. It's just one of those exactly. things like Biden versus Trump. Old Uncle Joe like will land yeah. a couple of shots, but Trump yeah. will be too Trump much. Will, yeah, he'll, he'll wear <laughs> him down. You're right. Like Uncle Joe's the guy that like at the di- at the Christmas dinner, he'd make he'd make Trump look stupid type thing in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah, that and then after after dinner, Trump would just run him over in the car in the driveway. Oh, sorry, Joe's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Like, Trump, like, plays a different level of hardball. These guys don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, old Uncle Joe, I don't think it would work. I'm just stating. I'm not even saying Kamala Harris would win, but she's a pretty tough chick. Like, she was a prosecutor. She's got money behind her. Like, she's pretty polished. Joe's kind of just kind of old and goofy, you know? But, yeah. Hey, you can bet on it at BetDSI. That's right. <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you disagree or agree with what I'm saying. You, you can bet on it at uh, at BetDSI. Um, all right, Yang. Um, so yeah, we found the uh, so the place is called Extreme Mattress. Actually, yeah, Extreme Mattress. <laughs> extreme Mattress. Great, so the odds great, like two great minutes. Name. Great name, Extreme Mattress. Like yeah, with an what? X. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the mattress has got wheels. Like usually, like, like, like a, you like power drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Extreme Mattress. Extreme X. <laughs> no, it's spelled like Los Angeles Extreme. <laughs> all right, so. It's like two and a half minutes, but we'll start it. We're gonna start it like it's too long to play it all. Like at first, he's just sort of talking about where he is. Come on down and stuff. So he starts to get more worked up as he goes, and you know he's funny. He's got like slick back hair and low low shirt and stuff. Like he he looks like a like a meat like a meaner version of Hulk brother. Yeah, exactly. It's like if Hulk Hogan had a brother that sold mattresses, it's this guy. Yeah, he's a mixture of gold mattresses for less. So listen as he starts sort of getting more worked up as the ad goes on here. And listen, he takes he takes a shot. He takes a shot at someone. Because basically he did like a two-minute ad once. All right? And, you know, it's like every Sunday night or whatever, he'll come on live, right? You know, at 11 o'clock before Ring of Honor or whatever. <laughs> like he comes on. He's like, hey, everyone. He does his thing. But he's smart, Cam. Then he cuts it up. So he does two minutes live. And then he cuts it into four little ones. So he sort of self-edits every 30 seconds. Like, he knows what he's doing, right? So Saving money. So then he splits it up into four ads. So that's what I said. And the next ad, it comes right up after. He goes, hey, listen, there's a lot of good car people here. So it's in his little spiel here. It's good. Yang, roll the extreme mattress. Guy went in looking for a $299 advertised queen-size mattress set. He had the ad in his hand. 
The guy said to him, the salesperson in the store said, well, that's just to get you through the door. And then he tried to step him up, classic bait and switch, into something three times the price. We're never going to pressure you. You go into these other stores, they actually go and make phony phone calls. There's always just one left. You better grab it. You name it. it, it, it they make used car salespeople look clean. This is a comfortable shopping experience. You're going to get what you want. It's going to be in a budget that you can afford. And nobody's ever going to try to force you into anything at Extreme Discount Mattress. By the way, nothing against used car salesmen. As a matter of fact, these guys can actually sell you a decent used car for a lot less money than our competitors are selling mattresses for. We sell mattresses for less. A lot less. Uh, I love oh, it. Right? Oh, right, come on. Costello's the best. Not just, it's just the <laughs> He is. He's awesome. He I looks like a wrestler, too. Yeah, I, I love the, the Buffalo accent. Oh, the accent's so good. Came too, in $289. <laughs> play it again. Yeah, I got to hear it one more time. Play, play it again. Yeah. The accent's the best. Oh, he's great. Roll the tape, Yank. You're going to find a mattress that's right for you in a price range that you mattress. can afford, and it's going to be quality. Another situation, guy went in looking for a $299 advertised queen-size mattress. Advertised. He, he advertised. had the ad in his hand. Like you're right. It's the same the one as uh, it's like the guy he said to you. Said, well, that's just hey, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To see how hey, asshole. That's, that's what he said to my buddy. Hey, asshole. We don't have Sprite here. It's Sierra Mist, asshole. We're never going to pressure you. <laughs> Stupid you go asshole. Go into these other stores. They actually go and make phony phone actually, calls. Actually. There's yes, always yeah, just asshole. one left. You better grab it. You name it. It, it, it. They make used car salespeople look clean. Look clean. Look clean. This is a comfortable shopping experience. You're going to get what you want. <laughs> it's going to be in a budget that you Nothing can afford. Nothing against used car Nobody's ever going to try to force you into anything at Extreme Discount Mattress. By the way, Nothing against used car salesmen. As a matter of fact, these guys can actually sell you a decent used car they can actually, for a lot they less money sell than you a car. competitors are selling mattresses for. For less than a mattress. We sell mattresses he for it. a lot. He spun it, he apologized, but he spins it back to himself, right? I, I think can sell better awesome. than my competitors. Who's for a oh, How many mattress places are there in Buffalo? A lot, man. And who, who are his competitors? Yeah, he's, they got this guy who kind of looks like a rat with like crazy eyes. Like He's the other guy, and he's like... You know, dressed a little bit slicker. Like I forget what he he is. Like they, there's, I see there's about three or four in like the competitive <laughs> mattress world. When I watch, I tell you, I watch we Buffalo commercials just for just for the laughs, man. Just for the. We laughs. can't forget. <coughs> we got. I'll get. We'll get this one. We'll play this one. You can't forget about the pawn shop guy down by the airport. Oh yeah, yeah, the kiosk with the grandmother playing the organ in a chicken Dude, suit. Oh yeah, I know. That's yeah. the best. Come on down. Come on down and sell your watch. We got, we got watches. We got everything. Dude, it's like one of these. Oh, it's it's like it's a drive-through pawn shop. Except it's like remember in the old days, like younger people won't remember this, but in the old days they used to have like. One hour photo, whatever. That's like exactly what it looks, it looks like. A one hour, hour photo hunt, but it's a pawn like shop. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like a toll booth. booth. It's like a big toll booth. <laughs> he's sitting there. Yeah, he's like bringing your gold. He basically like yeah. once he was like, "Hey, Bills fans, a little light on cash." It's so like. 
Oh, it's the best. This is too much. Oh, you and I need to move there. We'd be like celebrity. Like we could have our own ads. We could run. It's actually, it's, it's actually funny you mentioned that. I've been in the process of uh, thinking about uh, that uh, move to uh, the Niagara region a lot sooner rather than later. Thinking about doing it in the summer, actually, Gabe. Yeah, loans for gold. Yeah, Buffalo jewelry and loan. Oh yeah, these guys are the best, man. Pawn shop, Cheek to Waga and Buffalo. <laughs> All the punch-ups. The best is he's got, like, his grandma playing the organ, and then there's the dude in the chicken suit. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the hell is going on here? No, Buffalo commercials, Gabe, you can't beat them. They're cream of the crop. The best. Great characters. It's it's, it's in a league of its own. For comedy. Honestly, you wouldn't be able to like a lot. A lot of cities would be like, "No, we can't. We, we can't air this." <laughs> no, that's the thing. That's why. That's why it's so good. We'd be like, "Listen, Fantastic. there's a guy in a chicken suit. You're in front of a green screen. Your grandmother's dancing. Yeah. You're playing a piano, telling people to come bring your gold down here. Like, yeah, we can't. You know, like, can't beat it. It's it's too good. Guys. See, we appreciate. We appreciate. We appreciate. I played cab the uh, New Jersey and New York Cats. It's different. Hey, come down here and buy a car. Remember that yeah. guy? Like he's, Forcefully. He's yelling, hey, hey, come down here. I'll load you the money. you buy a car today. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready, Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Into uh, level two here. Riviera yeah. has uh, been uh, been chaos uh, so far. Chaos last week. Uh, chaos once again uh, in the golf world and. You don't expect this, Cam, going into California at this time. And I tell you, the television networks definitely don't expect this. They're left. Uh, they're, they're, they're stuck. And, you know, it's going to be raining a lot tomorrow. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, it's supposed to clear up in Los Angeles. So I guess this thing could. What's going to happen? Is it going to go into, like, Monday now? Monday's a holiday, could, actually. Yeah, that's the thing. They're playing They're playing right now. I'm just watching Spieth's uh, group just teed off. They're all spraying it everywhere. Phil hit it left. Spieth hit it left. They're all... It's all over the place. The weather looks a little bit uh, better right now, but uh, yeah, like Phil's in short sleeves and a vest, so it, it can't be that. It's bad. only two o'clock there, right? It's two thirty. Yeah, 2:30, that's, that's the thing. There. That's the thing. They'll get through. They'll get through uh, most of the rounds today, and uh, they'll have earlier start times, so they'll be fine. If there's good weather on the weekend, they're going to be fine. Can't have any more delays though moving forward. Like if anything crazy happens on the weekend, we'll probably have a Monday finish, but I think they'll be fine now. Looks looks like we're ready to rock. Tonight we've got uh, we've got three NBA games. Talked about the Orlando Magic game uh, earlier. Lost 13 straight, man. 13 straight. Trying uh, to get the monkey to the, off the back. Time to win, to the right? Charlotte They're hot. 
they've been good to us, man. Like I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, I want to go back to the Magic. They've been that's one team that's been great. Like you know what I mean? Uh, I, it's crazy when you think about a stat like that. That's just weird. Like you would never think of anything like that. But they're hot, and let's ride it out. And Will Capper brought up a good point. You know, this the NBA All-Star Weekend's in uh, Charlotte. Uh, what's going to happen there? Friends, family, things are going to change. Commitments. It would be nice if Orlando would get up early, and hopefully these guys can tap out. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, fourth fourth road game in nine days, too, uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. But it's a big game, dude. And Charlotte's, Charlotte's been on a little bit of a push, too, as of late. Um, yeah. They know how big of a game this is tonight. Massive game. Massive game. I like where everyone's going with this. The Orlando Magic to win the division. That's that's a that's a big set. Uh, Seven eight yeah. to one. That's a great great price. And these guys are real smart guys. Like you said, at Dinkmeyer, he went to Duke and uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Whale Capper went to Duke and Dinkmeyer. You said where did he go to Cornell? Like so, we have like Ivy I'm League. Not sure and, uh, if it was Cornell. Yeah, smart school though. Like we're we're talking about brain power here. He didn't he didn't go to Devry. So I I have a feeling uh, you know these guys are crunching numbers and they like uh, the 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 value of seven eight to one with a team like Orlando. We're listening. Maybe it was Dartmouth. Oh Dartmouth, yeah, all Ivy League. Dartmouth Ivy League Penn. What can Brown do for you? Uh, it wasn't Brown. It wasn't Penn. It wasn't Harvard. It wasn't Cornell. Yale. Could be Cornell. I think it uh, was Cornell or Dartmouth. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him. <laughs> He's coming on. Yeah, excellent point. We could. Just, why don't you just yeah. ask him what school he attended, yeah. Gabe? <laughs> yeah, why don't you just tell me what movie you want to see? Who you want to see? So, uh, try, uh, Major League Baseball pitchers and catchers have, uh, you know, are, are checking in. They're checking in across yeah, across the board. <laughs> so I'm seeing here, Blue Jays general manager says uh, the Blue Jays are in no rush. To bring up Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So, like, what's the deal, Cam? Like, they're gonna wait till this kid's thirty-two years old to bring him up? Like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't got a problem with that, right? Because then you get the extra. I think, I think from the story, and I'll read it again in the update at the top. Um, when Atlanta brought up Asuna Jr. there, uh, if you wait till the end of April as a team contractually, you can get that. You can get that extra time, extra year. Uh, since he's been there long, so long in, in the minor leagues, Gabe, and I have a feeling at the end of at the end of April that makes total sense. Start of the season, you bring him up. I think Drury will probably start at third base for the Jays, and you bring up uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Bob's your uncle. It'll be perfect. Like, you know what I mean? No, they, yeah. I'm just saying they're not going to bring him up like right away. Let him get accustomed, you know, acclimated, and uh, yeah, and he's going to put asses in seats for sure. So what kind I, of? I got I, I got no problem with that. Well, listen, I, I can't disagree with the business perspective of this, but. We always talk about like baseball and oh, they got a good union and this and that. They evidently don't because like this is it's garbage. You know what I mean? Like the the fact that now the owners are hoarding the money and they're not paying the players is garbage. And this little this little trick that exactly that if they call them up in mid April, they get another year of eligibility out of them. <laughs> like yeah. So for two weeks. For two weeks, like, you basically get to screw someone for a year? Like, how the hell did, like, I guess baseball figured whatever. Like, they're rookies and who cares? We've got to give big something. trouble right now. Like, take a look just at the stories weird, that dude. are in. No, yeah, like, I'm just looking at, like, we're putting these updates together. I'm looking at the stories in baseball. Scherzer's calling the system broken. All the other guys are talking oh, about and, uh, it. Oh, and for the record, like, too, Ken. Players are going oh, no, to right. talking about you know, striking. Like, this is a joke. We're at, we're at p- Pitchers and catchers have been there. Harper and Machado are playing chicken with each other, waiting it out. Like, I have no, I, I, I'm, I, like, baseball, this is very, very close to being panic time. Like, I'm looking at all these stores. Uh, you know, they're all negative, all negative. Like, it's bad. 
bad, Gabe. Really bad. Well, it's funny that baseball, and I was just going to say that, for the record, I will. I would hold it against the team that did this to me, <laughs> and I would leave. Yeah, I'm just stating. You know what I mean? Like the Jays are the kings of this. I get it. You know, it is what it is. I, I understand this, so I'm not going to call them out for this one. But the Jays have always done little petty things like this. You know what I mean? They always take people arbitration when they shouldn't. You know, they made the kid pay for a suit that time for the stupid oh, Sportsnet yeah. magazine. That's ri- that's ridiculous. You know, like just little things, you know what I mean, where it just pisses the player off, where finally they're like, you know what, screw this place. This place sucks. And what happened, remember, all the old Jays came back, the 93 guys? They all said, ah, it's not the same. We don't feel welcome. It's not used to be first class, isn't anymore. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those deals, and it just pisses players off. And you know, it's it's to me, it's dumb, you know, like that that they that they do this, especially Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You figure, listen, you wanna you wanna make the kid happy, you want him to stay, so he's a J for years to come, as opposed to, well, hey, all right, you guys went by the letter of the law, the first second that I'm able to split, I'm gonna go by the letter of the law, right? You guys screw me around every every chance you got. It's just it's the way that it goes, and. I get it. I get it with this. It is. Guerrero has to wait a month. Like you said, he'll be up by whatever the actual date is. But it's so non-transparent, like, or it's so transparent that what what these teams are up to. Let's screw this kid over so he's got another year. Let's not pay the star player. And now, Cam, like you said, and baseball, you know, they're, they're, they're in a panic mode, like you said. They got a million dumb ideas to change the game and do this and that and to get people like, oh, they'll like it if we do this and that. You know what people like? To see star players. But you guys don't want to pay your star players. It's pretty clear. You know what I mean? Like, you, oh, they're like, oh, we need to make the game more entertaining. Well, Bryce Harper makes the game more entertaining. Manny Machado makes the game more entertaining. Good players make the game more entertaining. And now you hear all these owners talk about, well, you know, it's all analytics now. And you don't need to spend money on, on stars anymore. Yeah. Well, oh, like you and, said, and, they're, they're on a collision it, course. Like, there's going to be oh, a strike time. slash whatever. There's definitely, definitely. And, and also, what about these stories now? And another problem, you're not even mentioning um, uh, the, the spot starter stuff. Look at all the stories that oh, broke. Good call. Right? Like, good like call. Madison, Bum- Madison Bumgarner was basically, he said it as a joke, but he went up to Bochi. He wasn't joking. He's like, if you guys start, like, relievers before me, I'm walking out of the stadium. Other pitchers, star pitchers have talked about I it. I told you this had happened Tam- last year. Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tam- no, you did. I'll, get, I'll, I'll give you credit. No, they, Tampa Bay, they 17 said, different they guys. They said that it was all injuries. It wasn't just yeah, injuries. No, it was, no. It's the way They it's realized, numbers. you know what? It's numbers. You know what? We, we don't have to pay some starter big money. We'll just get a bunch of scrubs from AAA and a bunch of dudes. They'll pitch one inning. How hard is it? Pitch an inning. You know what I mean? If he does well, we'll, we'll give him two. Yeah. Or one and a half. And it actually screws the other team up, Cam. They can't dial in on any pitcher. <laughs> like, they oh, and, and every second inning or every inning, there's a new Look guy. At Look at Milwaukee. Look at Milwaukee. Even in yeah, the playoffs. He play adapted that system. Exactly. Craig Council went out and said, we're going to do this. <clears throat> Sorry, Gabe. It's not just one thing, too. This is like a league mantra now. A lot of people are going to be doing it. You said it. Baseball, man. I just been looking at these stories. Big, big problems. Like, all negative around this stuff. Like, not even signing stars. The stuff with pitchers. It's just, they got to get their act together, man. You said, Strike is going to loom. It's bad, bad. I, I see bad things in the future. You know what does help them, though? The fact uh, they're going to have new teams coming in. Uh, now, listen, the Montreal situation... They said in Montreal, the, the prospective owners, 
basically said it would be much better for them. And in fact, I thought he said the only way it works is if it's a relocation. In other words, you know, we don't have $2 billion or whatever the hell it's going to be to buy in. But just two days ago, actually, they finalized the land. Like, so it's actually, it's not just a a dream anymore. I didn't talk about it earlier in the week, actually. Just because, you know, I've got my hopes up, you know, Tampa, this whole thing, just it never ends with Tampa. So you never know. Well, that's the it's thing. Remember the story this stuff. week, Gabe? They talked about uh, yeah, yeah. another uh, now they're open to another stadium. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so all that stuff that we talked about before seemed like an absolute lie. Like, oh, we have to do like they were strong arming Tampa. Oh, this you guys better comply because we have all this other stuff. And then when push comes to shove, oh yeah, you know we'll try another location. It's all talk, man. It's crap. Well, they all just say they see. Oh, maybe they'll pay for a stadium for us. Maybe yeah. they'll pay. You know what I mean? So, so who knows about this? But either way. Either way, the collective bargaining agreement's up in 2020. And I think it's 2020, so two years. So, like, this summer, then next summer. Then the shit hits the fan. And if the they bring in two teams, Cam, in, in um, expansion, they don't have to share the money with the players, which is just going to piss the players off even more. But... They don't have to share the money. So they're going to do it right before that. (laughs) They're not going to leave. Baseball's counting on this money. Like, they basically, you know, they need a second city, though, because Montreal's all in, but then they can't fleece Montreal. But there's no way in hell the owners of Montreal just actually got the land the other day. They signed the deed type thing. Like, it's real. So they've got the stadium land now. Now, they could always flip it for real estate or whatever down the road. But, you know, we'll keep our eye on this, but... I would expect, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Football could actually go on strike, too. Like, the NFL is almost certainly to have a problem. The NFL players might be cowards and stuff when it comes to this stuff, but they're they're up against the wall, and they know it. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Ready Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 844-843-6879. NBA basketball uh, tonight. We haven't gotten into uh, the NHL uh, NHL card uh, this evening. We'll see what uh, Cam has in store. We warned uh, Cam last night about the you did. Didn't Vancouver listen. Canucks as the Anaheim Ducks were once One again night. mighty. <laughs> One nothing. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you mentioned that they honored the Mighty Duck. The M- Mighty Ducks movie characters got more cheers than the players. Like, hey, Mighty Ducks! Like they're out there, guys from the movie. Oh, were they really? They were there last yes, night. Yes, yes, yes. It was Mighty Ducks uh, like honor day. If I would have known that, I would have doubled uh, up. 
Yeah, I would have done. I would have. That would have been the. That would have been the the camel, the straw that broke the camel's back, and I would have rode the ducks with you, buddy. No, it's crazy. They they're honoring the kids from the movie like they really played for the ducks. It was really stupid, actually. <laughs> well, it was a popular movie. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> you know what? I've never seen it. I've seen one of them. I haven't seen the whole like series. I think there's like a few of them now. I've seen like the original one. That's it. I don't really have a reason. Like I never, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not when the ducks like came. When, yeah, yeah cares? Like, it's a kid's like, slap shots. Slap shots a good movie. Like I don't need to watch the Mighty Ducks. I'm with you. You're not. You're not missing much. I don't. People think it's such a great movie. It's all right. It's not like when the shots. ducks. When the ducks came into the league, they came in at the same time as the San Jose Sharks, and uh, sharks were cooler. I mean, they had a shark biting a hockey stick. It was cooler than the ducks. You know? Yes, very cool. Yeah, I agree. Angrier shark. More aggressive than a duck. Remember, they were the Mighty Ducks before. Like, they were actually like yeah. the movie. They were like the Mighty Ducks, for real. They played in the pond. <laughs> and That's right. Um, now they're just the Ducks. They're not the Mighty Ducks anymore. Yeah, I don't know. You said it, though, like... It's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I even look at the Pac-10, like, for, for, like, the names. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, the Ducks don't seem very uh, intimidating. Oregon Ducks, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, they just kind of hang out in the world, quack, quack, quack. And, like, even I like the Beavers, Chomp, but, like, you know, Oregon State Beavers, like a beaver with buck teeth. Like, they got some kind of weird uh, wildlife up in that conference, you know? <laughs> it's a good name, the Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, I like beaver. I, I like beavers. It just doesn't sound that intimidating, but people don't understand. Beavers yeah, can really do a be- lot of damage. Be- yeah, oh, yeah, beavers, beavers with those teeth. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they gnaw trees. Yeah, they, they're very strong. Those teeth are special. Yeah, uh, they, yeah I'm I would want to. You look at a beaver, he doesn't look very tough, but well, their looks can be deceiving. But, like, the, the, there's a lot of crazy anteaters. <laughs> See, that's fun, though. Like, I, I like those names. Like, anteaters, banana slug, Santa Cruz. Like, that's cool, man. Like, I kind of I, I respect those schools. That's what we, what, what do we complain about? Cougars, Tigers, rah, rah, rah. Auburn Tigers, this Tigers, that. Clemson Tigers. Like, okay, I get it. Like, there's no there's more felines. How about cheetahs or lions or leopards? Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? No why cheetah. are they just, there why are no they just tigers? That's what I'm saying. Like, what about mountain cats? Like, there can't just be tiger, 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 tiger. You get my drift, buddy? Like, I'm, that's what I've been thinking about. I'm like, are tigers and cougars? Like, wildcats? Kentucky wildcats. I've said, it before and I've said it before, and I'll say Very it again. Very uncreative. Sports team, Very I would name my team the Pigeons. Never never been used. <laughs> the Pigeons sh- shitting on everybody's head. Go, nah, just, yeah, No, no shit, but I just have, like... <laughs> Just I pigeon. just have like one angry looking pigeon is the logo. Oh, thank you. Like, yeah, like what, is he is he flying or is he pecking? Like what's he doing? Is he, no, no, is he no. Just looking he's for, looking for bread he's, No, no. He's like plotting. He's like sitting on like sort of a stoop and he's about yeah. to like attack people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like on a bench looking for like a loose hot dog yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Angry, he's hungry, like, hungry pigeon. <laughs> yeah, they're tough pigeons. Like. But you said they there's are. a lot of like there's a lot of animals that aren't intimidating that like are mascots. Like pigeons are tough, man. They're resilient. Wintertime, summertime, yeah, yeah. yeah, It doesn't matter. They're they're there. It's like, um, you know, the only team that had the balls to do it, I'm not a fan of rats, but remember the Albany River Rats. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good name. I like the River Rats. It's a great name. (laughs) It's kind of it's like, you know, it's no one, really. What are you going to sell? River rat little, like, stuffed animals? I got no problem with river rats. 
Uh, at least they're trying to do something different, like Utica Comets. Like, that's cool, man. Like, get some better names. I'm just, the, the NCAA needs to go back and look at it. You shouldn't be having 17 Cougars, Tigers, and all the other crap. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, the Tiger's not the only, like, mountain cat out there. Be creative. That's all. That's, that's my speech. Like, yeah, you said it. Where are the cheetahs, man? Where are the cheetahs? Cheetahs are cool. Not, Chattanooga cheetahs or team. something like that. They're the mocks. They're the Chattanooga mocks. The best, the, mocks, right? the best names are actually in minor league baseball, like the uh, Jacksonville jun- Jumbo Shrimp. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, Jumbo Shrimps. Cape, Cape Fear Crocs. Exactly. Like there, there's a, Great There's names, a few good ones. Names. Well, they have to, right? They're not in the big leagues. they got to do cool stuff. And you notice their gear, how cool it is? We talk about it with Steam Shrimps. With Sincat, like, they got great names, Gabe, because you know what? Hey, you, you, what do you got to do? You have to you have to come up with campaigns to make it done. Like, you got to get people out to the game and sell cool merchandise and have cool logos. I'm down with it. All right. Uh, Who do we got? Is, is Big Cat? I thought we had Big Cat and Anthony. Who's first? Uh, let's let's go to Anthony here. Sarasota, what's up, Anthony? You think? <laughs> honestly, the the her Miami Hurricanes mascot and Ibis is not the most intimidating bird ever. Honestly, <laughs> I understand. Uh, I understand. He's a, good, he's a cool looking bird, though. Yeah, he's skinny. He's got kind of like thin knees and stuff. But yeah, no, I don't mind the hurricane. He's cool. He's all right. The players are menacing, no. Anthony, on the Canes. Yeah, you got enough yeah. menacing guys. Like, I, I don't mind it. A great. There's. I, I tweeted it. There's a great. Uh, one of the best. The highest paid mascots. A surprise. It's actually Rocky, uh, the Denver Nugget guy. Oh, he's and, good. Uh, Last night it's, it was he did his Valentine's Day stuff. I retweeted the video. It's pretty good. Like he he, he gives like a honestly they should rename some teams. What they, do you want to rename uh, the team? Uh, the 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 Tigers LSU. They should rename themselves uh, the Water Moccasins. Do you know what a Water Moccasin is? Yes, I do, Anthony. A very dangerous, dangerous snake. Yes, yeah. we have. I, we have so many tigers. Like they're like LSU Tigers. You have Auburn Tigers. Like, are you kidding me? And you have Bulldogs too. And they're all in the SEC. Mississippi State Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Come on, man. Get it. Yeah, and these people ripped yeah. the CFL because there was two rough yeah. riders. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of actually, there's a whole bunch of gators. I think besides the Florida Gators, I think there's another. Isn't there another football team with the Gators Gator mascot as well? Um, yeah, there's sort of Gators, but no team called the Gators. There's a lot of sort of green things and stuff like that. <laughs> like, well, the UAB the Blazers more. He's more of a reptilian, yeah, uh, fire breathing dragon. He looks kind of like a Gator. Yeah, dragon. but he looks like an alligator. He's supposed yeah. to be. Oh, how State's mascot is not intimidating, to be honest. A Buckeye. It's a plan. Oh, it's Brutus. Seriously. Yeah. I got to hand yeah, it to them, though. They make, they make Brutus look pretty good, though. I hate Ohio State, but he's got a good getup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like him or the Spartan. <laughs> Michigan you State. Like, stupid you don't like big, Sparty? Not a big, Sparty? That big Sparty. No, no. <laughs> does Michigan have a mascot? Like, does, does, no. does, does their person have, like, an uh, actual dress-up as a a Wolverine no. or something like no, that? No, nothing, no. no. Uh, their, their mascot is a bunch of yuppies and khakis. Um, <laughs> khakis. They, no, they, yeah. Dockers. <laughs> you know the dumbest The dumbest one is uh, the Stanford tree. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty stupid. 
I agree. Yeah, honestly, the ones that intimidate me the most are the 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 teams that ride on the horse, like the Four State Seminole, like uh, Chief Osceola, or the Trojan, <laughs> or the Bronco yeah, from the, Buffalo, uh, from uh, from Colorado. Colorado. That's scares Ralphie. Me. Ralphie's a good Buffalo. I like Ralphie. Well, you remember Anthony before the title game there this year? Uh, was it uh, what's his name? Bevo. Uh, Bevo nearly killed the little Uga, Uga, the little bulldog. Oh yeah, that's remember right. The, yeah. yeah, don't mess with don't mess with the steer, man. You're gonna get the horns, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Happens. I was like, oh my god. That scared that's, that's me. what happens. That scared me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Bovine University, man. You know, you don't mess with that. Uh, that, that that thing's mean. Uh, he's he's tough. Yeah, he's he, a tough old. We boy. shouldn't be bringing big live animals on the football fields, guys. That's another thing. Place. Yeah, it, that's an excellent point, Brenzi. Like bad things can happen. <laughs> he's just asking. That's gonna kill anybody. You're right. One day it's gonna happen. Like you're not gonna. Well, you well, said it. Wasn't that the with the Auburn game with War Eagle? He just decided to say f you. Like I'm gonna fly around and you know. And he almost took off and landed on some. Somebody else, like he didn't follow the script. No, it was War at a Eagle. bowl game. Yeah, bowl game. It was at With a bowl Auburn, game. Right? They let an eagle out. Yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, Notre Dame and Clemson. For some reason, the uh, the eagle, like, yeah, he didn't he didn't come back. It's happened. There was there's a great video of uh, of Uga, one of the earlier Uggas from a couple of years ago. A, a wide receiver of Auburn like caught a ball and like stumbled out of bounds. <laughs> He startled Ugga. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugga wasn't paying attention. Yeah, so the, the dog dog's sitting there. This Auburn player, like, nearly hit him. Oh, yeah, like, Ugga was pissed. <laughs> he started, like, he snapped at him, tried to bite him. The Auburn player had to, had to like, jump away from, from like, Ugga. I don't mind. Let's listen. You're allowed dogs, but uh, no more cows. Or uh, you can't have buffaloes, buffaloes? on the field. Yeah. Horses, yeah. no. Or, horses, horses are fine because they can be controlled because they're being ridden by a person. Yeah, I saw I, yeah. I saw a dude with uh, the Sooners the other day. This year he fell off the back there. Oh yeah, the and, back uh, of the he, Sooner wagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he hung does, on does and he got UCLA like dragged. Have a mascot? Yeah, hot chicks. <laughs> dude, a physical uh, mascot besides the cheerleaders, but do they have uh, not that I know of. Let me see. No, I don't think so. Who? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Who? They do. They do. Who? Uh, Joe Bruin. <laughs> yeah, what, UCLA? Yeah, yeah, he's a big bear. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, the bear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's Joe Bruin. Yeah, I like the bear. Yeah, he's, he's cool. He's a blue and uh, yellow, uh, yellow bear. Yeah, he's cool. Like Joe. a grizzly bear? Kind of? Nah, he's more. Like Joe Bruin's more of a friendly bear. He's kind of like. Nah, he looks like a big, yeah, teddy bear. Yeah, he's a teddy bear. Even though a Bruin would like put his claws through you, he's more of a teddy bear. They have a, they Out have of a all the conferences, what, what conference do you think has the most intimidating mascots? I think honestly, with with the bat, Wisconsin, a badger's not really that intimidating. Honestly. Boy. I beg to differ, Anthony. I think a badger's very intimidating. Yeah, yeah they're pretty mean animals. <laughs> they're a small Don't animal. piss off badgers. Yeah, they're mean though. They got mean streaks. You know, badgers are very, very. Uh, they like to pick fights. They're they're angry. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Look them up, Anthony. Look up uh, Shocker. Isn't there teams with a rattlesnake? I thought. Isn't there a college team with a rattlesnake as a? There's the Florida A and M Rattlers. The Florida A and M Rattlers are a rattlesnake. The rattlesnakes were an arena football league team, the Arizona. So oh, no, they were the. Yeah, the they were the rattlers. 
There's a lumberjacks, rattlesnakes. I don't know. But all right, Anthony, thanks for the call, buddy. But look <laughs> nice. up, buddy. Look up Shocker, Wichita State. I'm telling you, he's a creepy dude with like wheat for hair and stuff. And yeah, that's what he is. He's got like yeah, he's got he's got he's got wheat coming out. He of looks his like hair. a repo man. Like look at his nose and stuff. Yeah, like, I know. He, he looks angry. Very, very intimidating. No, he really does. Like uh yeah. He's scary. Joe Bruins. Joe Bruins cool. I'm I'm a sucker yeah. for mascots. So Me too. Yeah, I so like, like I was saying, Cam, so Rocky <laughs> Rocky in Denver, it's Valentine's Day, so last night he, he gives, like, a stuffed animal to this this woman. She's, like, on the aisle with her friend. It's just two ladies there. Yeah. So he gives a stuffed animal to her. She takes it. She's like, thanks. But then he rips it out of her hand. He's like, not for you. He gets all mad. He walks away. He comes back a minute later. He gives her a bigger one. And he takes it away again. But she knows she's getting sick of it and pissed off. Like, dude, Rocky pisses people off for real. Like, he's the one, like, he pours drinks over people's heads and, like, yes. he's like, going to get should... beat up. No, but watch. I, I tweeted it. Like, people, it was a little aggressive. Then he, like, threw it at her. Like, it's actually pretty funny, but Rocky's the highest paid mascot in America. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the Rocky with the third bear. <laughs> the thing takes up like nine seats. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Sorry, man. He I'm just dying. dumps it that's on a, too. That's a, great, that's a great sketch right there. That's fantastic. <laughs> You're right. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, so um, we talked earlier in the week about the chick in Toronto that threw the chair. Yeah, Turns out it was it. from the 45th floor. Yeah, I don't know if you're seeing on the news, Cam, in Toronto. Yeah, but she's, getting, yeah, she's, she's, oh yeah, she's hanging out at Starbucks, laughing it up. Yeah, yeah. she's a real idiot, man. Like, hey, it's a joke. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? Like, you could have killed somebody. Like, I know a lot. Of Twitter, Twitter's not very happy. People aren't happy. You, you got to make an example of somebody. Like, it's a joke. Like, I, I just have, I have no idea what's going on. That's ridiculous. But whatever, man. Yeah, she. Um... You know what's crazy? That, that corner, it took me a minute, you know, because I don't live there anymore, but it took me a second. And I was like, where is that? I was like, well, hold on a second. That's right. That's my old neighborhood, man. Yep. It's exactly where I lived, actually, like right up the street. So I thought about it after. So I'm like, dude, she got out. That's like, that's police headquarters, like right down the street. Yeah, yeah. That's right behind so where in we other were words, cab- at the Toronto facility. It backed onto the cop shop there. At the old Fantasy Network, there it's right that the gate separates right there, Gabe. You live right no, there. No, it's uh, no, that's uh, that's on. Uh, she's on College and Young Street. Oh yeah, sorry, the other side. Okay, yes, yes, I see where you're coming from. Okay, yeah, she's um. Oh, you're, you're talking yeah, about you're, the the yeah, Fantasy. Okay, sorry, I'm getting confused. Yeah, 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 I'm getting confused. Sorry, I thought about the condos there, but you know, you're right. It's from the where you used to live at yeah. Young and whatever there. Okay, correct. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, so the point is, she uh, she left police headquarters, so she turns herself in. 
<laughs> she's so traumatized that moments later, I thought about it. I'm like, because I see right away, they're like, here she is at a Starbucks. And I'm like, yeah, Starbucks. And I clued in. I'm like, I recognize this corner, but it took me a few minutes. And I'm like, holy shit, it's right down the street from my old condo. And uh, then I clued in. I'm like, she left police headquarters, went over to Starbucks. <laughs> exactly. She's like, so unstressed about it. She just cruised over to Starbucks. And she's all like giggly with the media.